This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for the week ending Friday the 8th of July 2022. Presented to you this week by farm trader Ollie Wilson. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a My Farm account you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. The General Authority for Supply Commodities adopted a change to its method for wheat import purchases this week, entering into direct talks with exporters in preference to where it usually holds a general purchase tender. Egypt bought around 444,000 tonnes adding to 815,000 tonnes it bought last week, split between Russia with 214,000 tonnes, France with 170,000 tonnes, and 60,000 tonnes from Romania. Shipment will be between September through to the end of October, and contrasts significantly to last season, where early imports were dominated by Russian and Ukrainian supplies. The EU has dominated the sales, securing two-thirds of the 1.2 million tonnes made in recent days. This highlights the attraction and importance of competitive grain, free from taxes, quotas or sanctions. Egypt has subsequently bought a further 63,000 tonnes from Germany at $420, including freight, and it is rumoured further sizeable German sales have been made to Iran. US markets, which were closed on Monday for the 4th of July Independence Day public holiday, opened on Tuesday this week with sharp losses reacting to significant US dollar strength. Gains of almost 2% against the euro took the dollar towards parity, with the euro at its highest level since the end of 2002. This left US commodities less competitive in global export markets, hence the need for US commodity prices to fall. Fears of recession and demand destruction encouraged a future sell-off, combined with continued reports on newswires of intensified efforts to free up trapped Ukrainian grain with new export initiatives. Adding weight to the selling were the latest planting estimates from StatsCan, showing Canadian wheat area up 2 million acres on last year at a total of 25.4 million acres. US wheat futures continued to fall midweek to its lowest since the middle of February prior to the Russian invasion of Ukraine before staging a notable recovery on Thursday. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. It has been another volatile week for grain prices and feed barley prices have followed the wider grains complex lower. There remains no export demand for UK feed barley and stronger sterling at the end of the week following the news of Prime Minister Boris Johnson's resignation will not help the UK's competitiveness against other origins. Malting barley prices have also fallen during the week. However, malting premiums remain at historic highs, held up by a lack of liquidity across Europe as the market waits to assess spring malting quality. 
Towards the end of the week, maltster interest declined, with many now opting to wait until harvest commences, rather than trying to bid into a market that lacks sellers. Harvest has started in parts of the UK this week, although it remains very early days. Initial reports are encouraging, with above average yields and good specific weights are a feature from many winter barley crops. It remains too early to form a view on winter malting barley quality, however to date, screenings look to be good and nitrogen levels are within a good manageable range for the maltsters. The barley harvest has also advanced throughout Europe and like the UK, the forecast for the next week looks conducive to good harvest progress. In France, after initial nervousness regarding poor quality, barley yields and winter malting quality have improved significantly as harvest has progressed north. French autumn sown spring barley results also look to be of good quality. A smaller European malting barley crop and low stock levels carried into this season will continue to keep the malting barley market nervous until UK, French and Scandinavian malting barley is safely harvested. Taking a look now at oilseed rate. After a negative end to last week, the oilseeds complex has seen a rebound from the recent lows this week. Much of the negativity from last week was caused by fund selling and a lack of news rather than fundamentally negative news. This week, fund activity was more reserved, so weighed in less on markets. Biofuel remains a large price factor in the rapeseed and wider oilseed markets this week, with conflicting mandate policies across the globe. Europe seems set on reducing mandates to increase food oil supply, whereas countries in South America and Asia are raising their vegetable oil content in fuel due to fuel shortages. Overall, the demand for biofuel in 2022 is seen as rising by around 1 million tonnes more than last year's levels. Weather for rapeseed crops generally remains beneficial in the key areas of Canada and Australia, whilst the heatwave passing through Europe in the coming weeks could take the edge off the crop. However, effects will be limited at this stage of development. In both the UK and Canada, planting levels were revised down versus expectations this week by StatsCan. Canadian planting intentions were pegged down 4.7% to 21.42 million acres, whilst weather conditions there are much better than last year, resulting in anticipation of a bigger crop. Domestic rapeseed plantings here in the UK for harvest this year have also been revised lower by the AHDB. Whilst the 336,000 hectare level it came out with was 9% higher than the previous year, this is far lower than its previous estimate and where much of the trade expected plantings. The accuracy of these numbers is always to be challenged and the actual numbers will be more tangible as harvest progresses. Moving on now to pulses. New crop bean values continue to follow the wheat market, although there are very few trades taking place either from the farm side or to the end consumer. Currently, it seems that there is a standoff with both buyers and sellers waiting for some more harvest news. Crops in the Baltic Sea area have certainly appreciated the cooler, wetter weather, and with more rain this week, it looks like there will be a good crop there this year. Closer to home, the hot weather in the UK will undoubtedly affect poorer spring bean crops on Leiterland. However, the majority of the winter sown crops seem to be standing quite well and will soon start to ripen. There should be an early harvest in the south and east of England this year. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. A very quiet week in the UK in terms of nitrates and urea, 
as there is little demand currently from growers for fertiliser as harvest looms large. This week, there was another sharp rise in the UK gas price, back to similar levels to what was experienced in the spring. This caused one UK supplier to withdraw its ammonium nitrate price. The gas price in Europe is still firm, with a fresh threat from Russia to cut further supplies to some European countries. Europe could see further gas price rises for some countries as once current stocks are used up, there are fears of not being able to secure further resources, which could potentially see European factories think about halting production once again. A firm and restricted supply of fertiliser going forward in an already tight market should be expected. The world granular urea price has risen since last week and that translated into a slight rise in the UK. This is mainly due to currency, however, there are still some deals to be done. Sustain, a treated urea, looks good value at the moment in comparison to straight ammonium nitrate. As harvest gets underway in some parts of the UK this week, the focus will turn away from nutrition to getting this year's harvest in the barn and dry. Please keep in close contact with your frontier representative as this market could change very quickly with current gas volatility. Also, now is the time to book in fields with our new field grain analysis service. You can learn valuable lessons from this year's harvest to adjust and improve fertilizer programs for next season's crops. New spring UAN terms are currently available for a limited volume of product. Although much of the early momentum has gone from the market, the fundamental drivers are still in play. Locking into some forward certainty with UAM values and grades does give growers some comfort in the knowledge they have secured a known value and known product. UAN terms are still available for the autumn tank fill position. Growers who haven't yet covered any volume should at least consider filling their tanks while offers are available for all nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur grades. Any growers using liquid fertiliser, not including Omex MP grades, to establish their oil seed rate this summer should include Lemus Clear with this UAN application. With warm temperatures, exposed soils and low crop cover, this application is at a high risk of volatilization, and Lemus Clear can minimise any risk of nitrogen losses. There is very little interest in the Straits market at present, mainly due to the current prices on TSP and MOP. DAP prices remain high, and availability will remain tight as importers do not want to commit to new cargoes at current values. Frontiers Oilseed Start, N24, P24, K0, S8 plus Boron is a good value alternative to DAP and for cereal requirements there's the option to omit the Boron content which is also a good alternative to TSP. If you have any questions about ammonium nitrate, Lemus Clear, and or oilseed start, please speak to your local Frontier contact for further information. This was Frontrunner for the week ending Friday the 8th of July. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information, as well as to our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thanks for listening.